Hello, how are you? I hope you're doing well. It's Wendy and you're listening to another episode of I Love You, Please Stop and Other Things I Say to Myself and My Cat. You guys, I'm kind of fired up right now, so I'm going to try and uh, control my breathing and hopefully this episode will be coherent in some way, shape or form. We're going to start to break down the concept of the dream of the planet. Please don't completely check out. I swear to God, I'm not going to talk about the matrix the whole time. I will probably also talk about TikTok. So we have those two main topics we're going to cover. If you have a notebook out, go ahead and highlight those. They will be on the test. Okay. Now that that's out of the way, the dream of the planet, if you have not read the four agreements, is this, the, the concept of a global consciousness, uh, a lot of things upon which we all agree to be true, okay? So that would be something like um, beauty standards, okay? We find this attractive, this is unattractive. That would be what success means to us. Ah, to be successful, you need to be married, own property, have a job with a retirement plan, and be able to sit and watch TV with your hands in your pants at 60 years old until you die, okay? So the dream of the planet, does that make sense? It's like things that we all kind of agree, like, yeah, this is what we do. This is, uh uh-huh, this is what you do. And the more money you make, the uh, more successful and happy you are. So get out there, grind it out. Ladies, don't get too fat, don't get too old. Men, ah, don't lose your hair, have a good watch. Whatever the fucking thing is that they're trying to throw at us. And I, and I do want to just, I'm going to talk a little about the age thing. And not just because my feelings are hurt from people being rude on TikTok, but legitimately to everyone listening. And again, this is not just like, oh, stop calling me old, God. But can we all collectively just get over this thing where like getting old is bad? Can we please stop? I know what we're working on, and by we, I mean like the planet. People are starting to move in the right direction as far as, getting over this idea that thin is is better, okay? You're allowed to look however the fuck you want to look, and if you like it, great. Someone else will like it too. And if no one else likes it, whatever. You, It's for you. This is your life. So you get to do what you want to do. If you like looking a certain way, and other people are like, mm, yeah, but that's like not going to get you on the cover of a magazine, great. Who cares? If you're over 22, it's probably not going to happen anyway, unless it's AARP, okay? So can we all just like... Agree. First of all, look how you want to look. Feel good about that. I, I've been seeing things on social media where that's like this movement, uh, hashtag drop the filter, which I really like. Stop beating ourselves up. Uh, just And from a comedy standpoint, uh, from a writing standpoint, hating yourself is hack. At this point, it's so hack. We, can we all just stop doing this shit, please? And not just... Um, be like because like oh it'll make you feel better, but also when you hate yourself, and we talk about this all the time, you can only give to others what you have for yourself. So if you're beating yourself up, you're probably not being that cool to people around you all the time, and it's just it's old. Let's stop beating ourselves up, okay? It's hack. We're over it. That's that's something I would like to push into the dream of the planet, right? This concept that, like, hating yourself is hack. Can we start doing that? So if we all do this in little ways and spread it to that, and that, by the way, with the dream of the planet, that's how things change. It starts, it's a groundswell. So if you choose to be kind to yourself and kind to the people around you, that will slowly affect change in the people with whom you have direct contact. And right now with COVID, it's not a lot, but face-to-face, but online, you can go online and say something nice to someone, right? 
You can leave a nice comment on someone's social media post. And that is helpful. Because you know, for you, it feels nice when someone hits like on your shit and it puts, you know, a smiley face with heart eyes. I, and I would be lying if I said that didn't make my fucking day every time it happened. So do that for someone else. Leave a nice comment if that's how we're interacting with people mostly. And if you are out in the world engaging with people or even the fucking people in your home, your spouse, your roommate, your friend, your pet. When you wake up, instead of being like, oh, it's another day, fucking COVID, and the government, and whatever, instead of immediately bitching, wake up and smile at whoever lives with you. Again, I'm going to double down. I'm including your pets. Smile at your pets. <laughs> but just try that. Wake up and smile and say good morning. It's nice to see you. Whenever I get in an Uber... I always say, hey, how are you? So nice to see you. And that's not, oh, because I'm such a great person. I'm always happy to see that person because they are picking me up and driving me to where I need to go. And while that doesn't seem like a lot, 100% of the time when I say that, the person driving the car is kind of taken aback. And they're like, oh, well, thanks. It's nice to see you too. So basic, nice shit. Okay, just basic niceties. Just try that. And it's nice. Well, we talk about that on the show all the time. We're working on doing that with ourselves. So start to pass that around. Pass it on. That slowly changes. And if you can change one other person in your life, then they will start interacting in a more kind way with themselves and maybe 10 people with whom they interact. And then that spreads. That's how it spreads. Okay? In the same way that hate and negativity spreads... Right? Someone yells at you and you react, well, yeah, well, fuck you too. Now we're having a fight. Do you understand? See how that works? Okay, great. Super. So we have a couple different homework pieces today. One is be nice to yourself and smile at your pets and people. Brag if you live with people. (laughs) I get it. You're better than the rest of us. But smile at those people and just be like, hey, good morning. It's nice to see you. Easy, basic shit. Okay. Um, so that's the first little piece of homework. Let's get back to this age thing. Why is this the last pillar I, I think that is going to need to be knocked down in this dream of the planet, this idea that aging is bad? And by the way, this idea, all, all these concepts of, of beauty standards, standards and success standards, you guys know who put them there, right? These ideas were all implemented by people in power trying to sell you shit you do not need. You realize that, correct? And I think we've talked about it before on the show, I, 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 but I'm just, like, fired up because the more I think about this, the, I just get, ugh, like, just jacked up. I'm just doing push-ups and yelling, like, we don't need your fucking eye creams or whatever. Okay? But you understand that's where it comes from, truly. When we talk about this idea of, uh, examining our own thoughts, right? The practice where we're looking at our thoughts and beliefs and well, what do I think and, and why do I think that? What's the source on that, right? Where's that coming from? Is that true? Do I really believe that? If I do believe that, how does that make me feel? Do I like the way that makes me feel? If yes, then great, keep going. If no, then maybe let's change that thought, okay? That's the work that we're doing here. And that sounds like a lot when you say it all and (laughs) like that. But we know from doing it, it's actually not a ton of work. It's just a little, it's just being aware. It's taking a breath, taking a moment, and dissecting 
what's going on in our brain instead of accepting it as like, well, that's just the way it is. I guess that's just how it is. Okay. So taking this um, practice of identifying our thoughts and locating the source, a lot of the self-hatred shit, specifically with age, that's perpetuated. That's been placed into the dream of the planet and is aggressively perpetuated by people that are trying to make us feel less than. They're trying to make us feel unworthy and unlovable so that we will buy their products. That's what it is. I'm not, and I know this is is like bordering into like schizophrenia territory, but I'm not full of shit. Think about it. Go on, well, if you're not on uh, Instagram, TikTok, I don't really look at TikTok. I I post and I get out because that's very addictive. I found that to be highly addictive for me. Uh, But Instagram, I'll scroll through Instagram and every other ad for me is an eye cream, is some kind of a weird infrared mask I need to put on my face. And if they weren't running photos and ads where every model was 25, also filled with Botox and airbrushed, I might not think I needed that eye cream. If they were showing regular ass faces of regular ass people, we might not think we needed all that shit. Okay? If people weren't able to filter our own photos, it was bad enough when it was just magazines. Right? When it was just magazines and TV, we still had to look at our ugly ass friends and be like, well, (laughs) not everyone looks like that. But now we're like, oh shit, fuck. This bitch has Photoshop. (laughs) She. I saw her yesterday. She doesn't look like that. But I, but she looks like that on the internet, so it must be true. Maybe she bought that eye cream they were trying to sell me. God damn, maybe it does work. She put that eye cream all over her whole body because, oh, my God. Right? It's wild. But you understand, that's why they're doing it. And not even face creams. You talk about filters. I saw an ad the other day, and this is why I got so fired up. This is what really set this episode off. There was an ad for me because I do not filter my photos. I maybe throw a Paris filter on there, but even that, I feel like a hypocrite now because I'm like, well, if I'm railing against this shit and now I feel like, I got to do something. And again, not just for me. This is not like, this is because people on TikTok tell me I'm old and it makes me feel sad. So I want to make myself feel better. That's not why. It's for other people because the comments, I, I posted a video on TikTok about, like, this is the face of a hard 39-year-old, right? This is a hard 39. And it was, oh, it was very inspirational. I said, I laugh hard, I love hard, and I nap hard. And that was a funny joke about a serious issue, which is when I lay down for more than 10 minutes, I wake up and have just a straight-up, like, map. It looks like not even a map line. It looks like an indentation of a long, dead river just down the side of my face. (laughs) And I'll be like, well, I guess I can't shoot anything for an hour. It takes an hour to go away. I timed it. I timed it the other day, and I was like, this is fucking wild. You stop making collagen around 28. Heads up, young people. Enjoy it while it lasts. Um, <laughs> but so I made this video, and a lot of the comments are people my age, you know, dead, saying like, yay, for living life, and this is so inspirational, or whatever, which I appreciate, and I love that. This one chick commented, she's gorgeous, She said, I needed this. I'm crying. Thank you. I turned 28 this year, and I've been worried about, like, you know, my relationship suffering or something. She's going to be 28. She's 27, and she's already having a panic attack about turning 28. 
I know everyone listening that is oh, my age is just like, oh my God, you're a baby. And I know everyone listening that's older than I am is looking at me like, hey, bitch, you're not old. Okay. So to the young people like that you, you haven't lived long enough to realize, oh, age is, it's all relative. And uh, as your body grows older, your mind kind of stays a little bit the same. And it's kind of cooler to get older. First of all, if you get older, that means you're not dead. So getting old is the goal, right? That's kind of, that's good. If we're looking at life as a video game, every day that you don't die, you get a little bit older, right? So people are like, you're old. It's like, cool, good, good, good for me. Why, why is that bad? I survived another day in this weird simulation or whatever the fuck this is. That should be celebrated. We shouldn't even wait for like a whole year to go by. Every day you should wake up and go, God damn. All right, I made it. Mentally, I made it through. Didn't kill myself. That was good. Also, my body miraculously didn't stop working in the middle of the night. Google the human body. (laughs) I don't know a lot about science. There's a lot working every day to keep you alive. One little tiny thing could go wrong and you're out. Okay? So like every day should be like, oh, that's pretty cool. All right, great. Well, what can I do today that would be fun and productive and help put niceness into the world? How can I today try to affect change in some big or small way, right? So this idea and the reality, it's not even an idea that women in their 20s are panicking about being in their late 20s to me is bonkers, and it's an unnecessary stress. And men too. You guys, stop. Relax. It's okay. This idea that when you're 30, we may as well be dead. No one gives a shit about you. That's just people trying to sell you shit. And if we all collectively believe it, then their job is done. So if you've got people who are 34 depressed that their life is over at 34, the people trying to sell you should have done their job. And when you have a bunch of people in their 30s and 40s and older walking around depressed and saying shit like, yeah, well, I'm old, so whatever, who cares? And they're not even like making a joke about it. There's not a punchline with a positive twist at the end. They're just truly bummed out. That all you're doing is perpetuating what these cunts trying to sell you eye cream and laser face masks told you. And it was a lie in the first place. It wasn't even real. That's not a fact of life. That's not. That's not a law of, that's not like a law of nature. That's some shit that someone made up and they're like, you see if we, they're like, oh, God damn, it worked. Everyone's having a panic attack. And why did they pick age? Why did they pick age? Again, I know this sounds like schizophrenia and I'm on my knees now gesturing wildly (laughs) with my hand. Why did they pick age? Let's take a guess. What is the one experience every human being, right? We can all agree that we all have varied experiences in life. And so we're coming from different places, different points of view. What's the one thing that we all have in common, every human being, if you're listening to this, you have this in common with literally everyone else on the planet. You have this thing in common with them, and there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing, right? We talk a lot about how we can make changes in our life. We always have a choice, and we do, about a lot of things, right? There are a lot of we can make decisions about how we think, how we behave. Those are all things over which we have a choice, okay? What's one thing we, there's nothing we can really do about it? Aging. And that's also the only thing we all have in common. So if I were trying to manipulate a game type of a system and say, hmm, how can we make like every living thing paranoid 
and fearful to the point that they will spend, we want them to spend, the goal is we want them to spend money. If I was in an ad room, picture Mad Men style, and they're like, okay, yeah, 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 we got an ad for cigarettes, we got an ad for Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is easy, well, it's an ad, but we mostly, we just put actual cocaine in there until the comps find out. Right. So they're in an ad room and they're like, okay, yeah, well, those are segmented markets. How could we, what's something that would really hit everybody? What's an experience that everyone has and there's nothing they can do about it? Hmm. What's something that we can really, we want to get people anxious and fearful and so that they just spend lots of money. What's like one big and they ding, 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 aging, done. Thank you. And good night. Does that make sense to you? That's why, and we all buy into it. It's the, it's the emperor's new clothes. Even though there are a lot of us that are like, wait, this seems like bullshit. Even me, where I'm like, mm, I don't really buy into this. And especially it's like, yeah, well, I'm having sex with some fucking hot motherfuckers. And that's right. It was plural. If you're listening, you're great. And you already know this. So what are we talking about? Okay, that was my little aside. <laughs> I'm very explicit with all the people that I see. Uh, we are not exclusive. And, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but if you're listening and you think I might be talking about you, baby, you know it started out as inexclusive. Okay? Love you. Mean it. You're the best. <laughs> Moving on. Back to the show. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see. I'm spreading kindness and love and positivity and honesty. That's important. Okay. Moving on. What was I talking about? I got distracted because I started thinking about S-E-X. Ooh. Um, oh, yeah. This idea of age, when I read these comments on TikTok, okay, and someone will be like, um, yeah, you're old. If someone could get a 22-year-old, what the fuck are you offering? And even though I know for a fact, like factually, this is not in my mind, like, well, one day I'll find someone that'll have sex with my gross old body and look at my gross old face. It's not for a fact <laughs> in real time. I have been fortunate enough to meet some very attractive men who, uh, spoiler alert, sorry to burst the bubble, are not all over 55, okay? One is very close to my age. And they're hot and they're fucking cool and they can't get enough of me. So I know just logically from experience that people say mean and nasty shit to me about how I'm old and unlovable and unwanted and disgusting and stretched out and whatever the fuck. I know that's not true. But I see those comments and it still pings in my brain like you're old, nobody wants you. And it's difficult, right? And that stuff is happening to all of us all the time. And the age thing is so, because it's so pervasive in society, and it's something that we've been told since we were kids. I want you to think about the first time someone said to you, like, oh, well, you're lucky because you're young. Ah, well, enjoy it while it lasts. Mm, it's not going to be the same when you get old. It's crazy, right? And if you don't believe me, because I know this does sound like these, I'm just, I don't know why I'm like, so, in the, so God created the earth. And then on the seventh day, John Hamm and a bunch of his friends got into a boardroom and they were like, how am I going to sell this lip plumper? So I get this is what I'm sounding like, but I'm going to give you a little inside information, this concept of a group of people conspiring to influence the masses 
where the sole purpose is to get the masses to behave in a certain way and the and the ultimate end goal is to get them to buy shit. Okay? <laughs> I don't which um I do speaking of buying shit that you don't need, I should plug uh, I've started a Patreon and if you want to go on there, I'm doing exercises and some uh, what I would refer to as more like pinpoint meditative exercises. And bringing some other stuff there, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm just trying to put things up that I've, I know that people want and will be beneficial. So that's there. <laughs> it's five bucks a month. <laughs> Whatever. I just, I had to do it. Okay. Well, I digress. See, I'm not, I've had it up for a week and I'm like, I don't want to say anything because it's dumb and I know people, everyone's struggling, but it's there. If you want to go there, great. Um, if not, that's, that's cool too. I, I don't see, this is. This is why I'll never be successful because I'm not a bully. <laughs> I'm not bullying people into if I'm like, if you want it, great. If not, great. You probably don't need it. Oh. And is that a good segue? It's weird that I don't have a lot of ads on my show. It's weird that I, huh? <laughs> All my ads would just be like, here's some shit that you probably don't need. That's the idea. Because here's the thing is like, I like buying eye creams. I will say this. I'm not just over here like, I'm just going to wash my face with mud. I'm going to just wash my face with, with the earth. I don't need your fucking, your products, your dream of the planet products. I'm not one of those cons either, okay? It's, I think there has to be a balance of, and again, it's all choice. And what do you want to do? If you want to buy eye cream and make your skin look great, I'm super into skincare lately. Uh, do it because you want to, not because you feel like you have to. Does that make sense? We've talked about this on the show before. If you feel like, well, I have to, do, I'm going to the gym because I have to go to the gym. No, you don't. No, you, you do not. Okay? And I know some people on the page where they're like, yeah, I signed up for it. I haven't really done the workouts yet. It's like, that's fine. You don't, if you feel like, hey, I want to sign up because I want to be supportive, but I'm not doing these fucking exercises, great. Don't do it. Like, honestly, and not in like, a, like don't do it. Like, truly, if you don't want to do something, don't do it. If you want to do something, if you want to spend money on skincare or on clothes or dyeing your hair hot pink, which I think looks super fucking cool, or getting tattoos or whatever the fuck you want to spend money on, do it because you want to. That's fine. It, I, there has to be a balance where you're consuming without being consumed, right? So be a consumer because it's fun. And whether that's in my brain from the dream of the planet or whatever, whatever. This is say. It's you can do both. I know I'm in the matrix and I don't buy into a lot of it, but I, I like it a little bit because to quote the best film of all time, uh, I like the taste of a steak. I do. I love it. Okay. So you have to have a balance though. Just be aware as you're doing it. Like, Oh, I'm doing this, but this is like silly and fun. And it's, you know, it's not actually like a life or death situation, whether or not I have a, a pillow line on my face for an hour after I wake up. Do stretches for an hour. It'll go away. Okay? That's my soapbox there. I want to give you a little inside scoop for those of you that may not work in entertainment at all, or maybe you've never done this. You know that when um, you go to, like, parties, if you've ever gone to, a, a like, a, a nightclub or, like, a hip party in a big city? God, do I feel like a loser. So, okay, so, like, in New York, you go to parties, and I'm sure this happens in other places, but <laughs> New York is the only thing that really matters. That's not true. I'm sure they have parties in St. Louis where people are paid. Their job in St. Louis is to go to a party 
and essentially stay sober the entire night, but act like they're fucked up and drinking and pass out cocaine to people that have just walked in to have a cocktail. Was that too much information at once? I'm sure that that happens in every city. That's a real thing. You guys know this, right? When you go to parties, like nightclubs, and I had a friend that was a party promoter, and I never knew this until I was in New York. I didn't realize this was even a job. She would promote these parties. And I remember I met her out. I went to some underground hipster, like 80s, 80s emo dance club on the Lower East Side. And this chick came up and she was just, she was really hot and she was like fun and dancing. She's like, hey, and I, cause I, I walked in and I mostly am like, mm, I just came here to drink and I was probably meeting someone to buy drugs if we're being honest. And I, it was just kind of a lot for me. And I was kind of standing up against the wall, like, okay, I'll just let me check out the vibe of this party first. And this chick came up to me and she was like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, good. She complimented my outfit. And she says, hey, do you want a drink? I'll buy you a drink. And I said, sure. So we went to the bar. She goes up to the bartender. She gets two drinks. And I got whatever I got, te- uh, tequila soda or whatever. Fucking either te- if you're, that's a real alcoholic drink, by the way. Tequila soda or vodka soda. If you're drinking that, and I'm not talking shit, live your life. If you feel good about it, I do the heads up. That's an alcoholic drink because it doesn't taste like anything, and it goes down smooth. You're not trying to. People are like. Yeah, we're like, it doesn't taste like anything. It just tastes like lime and bubbles. You're like, yeah, you're not trying to enjoy it. When I was drinking that much, and I'm not really drinking at all anymore, I don't even think I would let the alcohol touch my lips or tongue. It was, I would shoot back a, f- a four ounce glass of alcohol because you're like, Ugh, I'm just trying to get to the next level. I'm just trying to shake off the shakes, is what you're trying to do at that point. Okay. Uh, I digress. So this chick goes, we go up to the bar. She gets a couple drinks. She gets my drink. She gets her drink. And we're dancing. And I said to her, I'll buy you the next round. So I went up. I bought the next round of drinks. And we come back. And now I've got a little bit of a buzz. And I was getting kind of tired. And I said, yeah, I think I might go home. And she goes, uh, do you want to pick me up? I said, excuse me? My ears perked up. And she had cocaine. And we were, and it was wild because I remember thinking, like, we're going to get kicked out of this place. And we walked kind of around a back corner area behind a curtain type of a thing. And she pulled out a thing of cocaine. And so we're doing bumps of coke. And I was like, this chick fucking rules. So then I stayed for many more hours. And I bought a lot more drinks. And because she was giving me cocaine for free, I kept saying, I'll buy you a drink. Okay, that's how that night went down. And we're still friends now. We stay in contact on social media. And I want to explain to you, a lot of you that have been in a situation already know what I'm going to say. When I found out what her job was, I felt a little weird. It was kind of like um, if you were dating a stripper and then three months later, you're like, your real name's not Trixie? Wait, what the fuck? Your name's Pam? That's what it felt like. So I find out that my friend is a party promoter. And I knew this because she'd be like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm hosting a party. And so I would go to a couple nights. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool. You, like, host these parties. Well, as I got to know her, and I invite her to shows when she found out I was um, a stand-up, she then kind of revealed herself to me 
And that sounds very dramatic. You have revealed yourself to me. Quote from Vanilla Sky, another great movie that may or may not, um, you know, give a little nod of the hat to this idea that we're living in a simulation. <clears throat> I digress for the 14th time this episode. Her job, essentially, she was hired by this party promoter, and she was there, and there were three other people. They were paid money to show up and get the party started, baby. That's their job. So that when people would walk into the venue and kind of like, okay, mill around like you would, because most people you show up and you are with yourself or with like one or two other people, and you have a couple drinks and you dance, and if you stay in, in your separate friend groups, you're less likely to stay all night and party because you go have a couple drinks and you're like, okay, people aren't really mingling. It's very much like a junior high dance, right? Where you like, uh, everyone just kind of stands and like, I don't know, do I talk to, do I go talk to that boy? You do I go talk to that girl? What if he says, no, I guess we'll just stand here and lean up against the wall and stare at each other, okay? So that happens as a grown-up too. I mean, that's why alcohol, when you drink that poison, you feel loose, right? But even then, if you stick to your little friend groups, you're not as likely to stay until five o'clock in the morning, right? Which is what these people want you to do because they're trying to make money off of you, all right? So there are people whose job it is to get there and bop around, mingle, engage with people that look like they're not like fully invested in the party. So if they get there and there's some people that already, they showed up on drugs and they're dancing, that's like, they're great. These people are already like, we're going to party all fucking night. They have bought into this vibe. They bought into the scene. They're, they're down. And now we've got a chemical thing going, right, with the drugs and alcohol. So they're hooked. But people that are like me when they go to those places, a lot of times you kind of stand around and their job is like, no, 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 we need to hook them in. We need to let them know this is what we're doing. Again, it's a smaller version of this idea of the dream of the planet, right? When you're born, you don't know what you're doing. Your parents raise you. They instill values in you. And then you go to school and you engage with people. And you're like, oh, wait, so what are we supposed to do with this life? Um, go to a good college. Okay, got it. Because you don't know that. But people are telling you as you move forward in life, people are like, no, 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 don't do that, do this. No, 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 mm, don't be single. You want to try to have kids by the time you're 35. Can I tell you how many people I know that are like these free-thinking people, and yet they still, specifically women, will have conversations, and they're like, will get really bummed out. Like, I just thought by the time I was 35, I would at least have kids and be married, and I'm not. And they're really, truly bummed out about it. Now, where does that come from? Is that, and if you're in that, find yourself in that situation, or you're in a marriage or relationship that's not great, okay, whatever your situation is now, if you find yourself saying like, wow, I thought by this age I'd be in a different place, and you're bummed out, I want you to really look at that thought. Where does that thought come from? And do you really believe that? Do you really believe that by a certain age people should have a certain amount of things collected up? Like, do you really? And if you do, why? Why, why do you think that? Just ask yourself that. I don't have an answer for you. Just that's another piece of homework. Just, just write it down. Think about that later. Like, why? Who says who? Says who? That's my smart-ass response to my, when I question my thoughts now. When I'm looking at, like, you know, oh, I should lose five more pounds. Or, you know, maybe I do need to get Botox. I always stop and I'm like, okay, Wendy, relax. Says who? 
Says who? Now, again, TikTok is nice because we've talked about this when you're investigating the source. You can click on this person's profile. Someone wants to say, um, yeah, no offense. Like, you look 50, but you're still pretty, though. First of all, it's called negging, motherfucker, and I see you a mile away. But I don't have to wonder, like, I wonder where that thought came in. It's like, oh, I can click on the profile. And, you know, the... One of the dudes that is leaving shitty comments, I clicked on his profile, and uh, he's a plus-size Batman impersonator that lives in Burbank. So, you know, consider that source. And so I can see, like, oh, I can see why you're so offended. I can see why you are so offended by a a 39-year-old woman. Sorry, Hollywood. Showing up without Botox and and fillers and filters. You know, he would like to live in a world where everyone is a plus-size Marvel character. So I'm now not really bummed out by his comments because I was like, oh, I can see where he's... (laughs) His anger and hatred towards me, (laughs) I I can see how maybe he's also shoveling some of that onto his own life, all right? So do that, but with yourself, all right? We got to be like, why, why do you think you should have all these things stacked up by a certain age? This age thing is wild, Okay, but you need to understand that's not even real. That's not real. That's something being implemented in your brain by people who are trying to get you on board with the rest of these drunken, coked up motherfuckers at this party. They're like, ah, look at this group of people. They seem to not be into it. It looks like they've realized that this might be an unhealthy environment and uh, they are trying to get to the exit door. So if someone could swoop by, offer them a free drink and fill them up with cocaine, that would be super. That's what this is. You understand? Like, it's the same thing. That what people are doing at these parties... You walk in and they're teaching you, this is how we want you to behave here. This is what we're all doing. Everyone, everyone's doing it. It's peer pressure. Come on, just fucking smoke this weed. Just drink this drink. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it. Come on. That's the same thing, but they're doing it. It's, it's L'Oreal or whoever owns L'Oreal or whatever these eye cream companies are. At this point, it's all Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg. Okay? But truly... That's what this is. This is peer pressure. If you're like, no, I, I feel good about the way that I look. I don't feel like wrinkles are bad. I don't think it's bad to get older. I actually feel better now that I'm older. And people see you and they're like, oh, quick, grab her. And so someone will leave a comment like, yeah, you're just saying that to make yourself feel better because nobody will fuck you. It's like, first of all, okay, even if, yeah, I am saying things to make myself feel better because don't who doesn't want to feel good? So that's the first thing is like, yeah, I'm changing a thought and opinion so that I don't feel like shit all the time. Correct. Yes. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) Like, it's kind of what we're talking about on the show a lot, right? If you feel like shit, why do you feel like shit? If it's a, a, a behavior in which you're engaging, change the behavior. If it's a thought you're letting run through your head, cut that thought off, change it. Yeah, feel good. God. Duh. Everyone's like, so, not everyone. I shouldn't say everyone, but like, a lot of people alive contributing to this dream of the planet are, are hell-bent on being miserable, and they're hell-bent on sticking to this narrative that life is hard, everything sucks, and, and nobody loves me, and that means nobody can love anyone else. So if I see you feeling good about yourself and having a good time, I'm going to come over and knock you the fuck down. That's not what we do at this party. It's wild. It's wild. 
You know, but that's... Oh, and here's the other thing I'll say about my friend. And again, I'm not saying her name because I'm not trying, not trying to throw shade. And this is not going to surprise anyone who's ever uh, been a stripper um, because <laughs> I work sex parties and it's the same thing. The drinks that she was getting from the bartender, spoiler alert, did not have alcohol in them. Yeah. So these people, and again, this is not happening now in COVID, but go back in time. If you've ever been to a party like this, and there were certain people that you're like, wow, they are just super confident. This person showed up to the party by themselves. They're by themselves dancing and handing out cocaine like a drug fairy. My God. I want to get around that kind of confidence. And they seem to have boundless energy. I, maybe I'll do some of the cocaine that they're... No, it's because they're drinking water and fucking Gatorade. They're getting electrolytes from the bartender. And they're not doing any of that cocaine. Pay attention. And they're, they give it to you first. So while you're snorting shit up your nose, they give themselves a spoonful that's empty. They're not consuming the shit. They are giving it to you so that you become addicted to it. And just like drugs and alcohol, we get addicted to self-hatred. We get addicted to stress. We get addicted to this idea of, oh, if I just do this one more thing, then I'll be perfect. If I just lose five more pounds, if I just get this one fucking forehead cream. And yeah, there are different creams for different parts of your face. You guys, it's all the same skin. Just put whatever wherever, okay? That is all addictive. And I know you're thinking, like, one day, if hating yourself doesn't feel good, how is that addictive? Anything that becomes a habit becomes addictive. You just get used to it, okay? And if it wasn't addictive, why why would we all still be doing it to ourselves? Why, Why would we still wake up and be like, oh, I'm such a piece of shit. I slept through my alarm again. Even something simple like that. I sleep through my alarm all the time. And I used to really beat myself up about it. And wow, that's a fun way to start your day, to wake up and be like, just as soon as you wake up, you're like, you lazy piece of shit. You hit snooze three times. Like, what a way to start your day. It's bananas. So I was talking about earlier, this, like, wake up and smile. Be nice. Do it to yourself, too. Do it to your pets, the people in your house, and do it to yourself. Wake up and be like, hey, nice to see ya. Say that to yourself when you wake up in the morning. Try it. I think it's fun. I mean, whatever. It sounds... I know. Here's what's crazy. Is to say stuff like this, when I first got into all this meditative stuff and positive affirmations. I remember being like, I'm not going to wake up in the morning and say good morning to myself. That's so dumb. That sounds crazy. Well, now that I've been doing it consistently for the past few months, you know what sounds crazy to me? Waking up and being like, you ugly sack of shit. I can't believe you you slept for 19, I'm sorry, 18 extra minutes. That sounds crazy to me. Okay? So just trust me on this. If you're not on board with what I'm kicking out right now, like, it will change if you keep doing it. It feels much nicer to just feel good and be nice, okay? Um, But so that's what we're going to work on today in the meditation. Now, can I tell you, I'm really impressed with myself. I came up with this analogy of this, like, party thing on my own. And I was like, man, Wendy, you're smart. You should write your own book. But all the analogies will just be about, like, driving, sports, and doing cocaine. And uh, and cats, obviously. Everything is going to be cat-related. Uh, but I flipped through the book because I was like, well, let me find some type of a meditative practice and try to harness this in so that it's not me just yelling about, like, 
you know. <laughs> I, I used to do drugs and be cool, guys. I used to be cool. You can still be cool and, and not hate yourself, I promise. Uh, and I found this page in the book, Living a Life of Awareness, and the title is The Party. Holy shit. I, you, you guys, I mean, if we are in a simulation, my sim character is on the correct game path because things are just seem to be like snapping into place. She says right before a, a bulldozer goes through her front window. See, but you got to enjoy it. When, when life is good and things are going well and things seem to be going smoothly and in the right direction, enjoy it. Please just enjoy it, even if it's just for five minutes a day. And I know it's dumb, but even like this, this party analogy, and then I saw this in the book, I was honestly like so impressed with myself. And I felt good. And a little part of my brain did this thing where it was like, okay, Wendy, you're not special. You just got, yeah, that's a fucking analogy that anyone would make. That voice kind of came up in my brain, but it was quieter than it would have been a couple years ago. And it was so much easier for me to be like, okay, well, why are you trying to bum me out? Let me feel good for five minutes. Fuck. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm alone in the Midwest. <laughs> Let me feel good about something for five minutes. And I got to tell you, it's nice. Again, the dream of the planet starts with you. If you let yourself feel good and be nice to yourself, you'll start to do that for other people. And we can just kind of pass this on and pass this forward. Okay. Uh, so that being said, let's read what the book has to say. Um, I, I like it, but I will say I'm kind of disappointed because Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. does not even mention cocaine once in this. Ugh. So my example is way cooler. Okay, um, here we go. We're going to read this and then go into kind of a, a nice, gentle, easy meditative practice. All right, The Party. This is on page 164, <clears throat> the party. Imagine you are at a party with a thousand people and everyone is drunk except for you. As you look around, you see that everyone is acting crazy and disoriented. They are not seen clearly. What's more, they all think that you are drunk too. How would you deal with people in this situation? It would be pointless to try to reason with them or to try and convince them of anything. It would be equally pointless to take any of their actions seriously as they are clearly out of their minds. You may choose to pretend to be drunk just to fit in. Many others in the dream of the planet are so trapped in the fog of the mitote. Oh, I did not pre-read this out loud. <sighs> yeah, mitote, mitote, I don't know. It's some word that they made up for this tolktic thing. I'm sorry, guys, I should have read that. Oh, good, there, there's a parenthetical. Okay, <laughs> let me try that again. Many others in the dream of the planet are so trapped in the fog of the thousands of voices that occupy the mind all of which are vying for our attention. Okay, that's lengthier than mitote. Me, me, me mitote, <laughs> me that sounds like, that sounds like a nickname for your privates. Wendy, focus. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> okay, back to this. Oh, I need to practice out loud reading before I hit record. All right, okay, so, okay, so many others in the dream of the planet are so trapped in the fog of whatever the fuck we're calling it. <laughs> right? That they don't know who they really are. They act out in various ways a prisoner of their own ego. Does that make sense? Do we get it? So 
See how that kind of works in with my analogy? Like, mine was mostly an excuse to um, talk about partying, and, and the book puts it in a little bit more of a structured meditative practice and visualization, right? So that's what we're going to do in this meditative practice. Um, we're going to put on some music. <clears throat> there we go. Let's chill out. Okay, great. Okay, so in this meditative practice, I want you to get somewhere comfortable. You can sit down, lie down. I want you to visualize your life, the people in your life. And again, if you're like me, you're going to use social media as the people in your life because you're not interacting with a ton of people. But go ahead and just kind of visualize everyone in your life. And this can be people that you talk to on the phone, people that you work with, people from your past, anyone with whom you have interaction. Because whether or not we realize that even the smallest amount of interaction can have an influence on us. Okay? So we're going to get those people pictured in your mind. You're all at a big party. And I want you to visualize people at this party, like, pe like he says in the book, people being very boisterous, right? Drunk and loud and screaming. They don't have to be screaming. That's intense. That's <laughs> that was me projecting. <laughs> you know, like when you're hanging out with your family and they're screaming about you, about how you'll never amount to anything and you're either too fat or too thin, you know, and screaming at you, like throwing plates, you know, like families do. So, <laughs> so whatever for you works. And I just want to really, like, it's going to be kind of intense at first. In the meditation, we're going to focus on calming yourself down and being this very quiet center of this party. Okay? So this could be friends and family. Also, maybe picture, like, the ads that you see on social media or on TV or that you hear on the radio or on podcasts. Just think shouting at you. Right? You're old. Nobody will ever love you. You should have had kids by now. God, you can't get rid of that belly. I, you lazy piece of shit. I can't believe you overslept again. Just noise coming at you. People screaming, yelling. And they're yelling at you. And these people are not just yelling at you. They're yelling at each other. And they're yelling at themselves in the mirror. So it's just all this kind of caustic noise. Okay? Visualize that. Like a very intense version of what you personally have experienced throughout your life and maybe uh, you get small doses of it throughout the day but let's amplify it I want this to be amplified for this meditation so this is a, a different mental practice okay so you got that and you can picture yourself at this party however you would be whether you're standing up against a wall maybe you're sitting in a chair by yourself on the side maybe you're on a couch surrounded by people Go ahead and just picture yourself wherever you'd like to be in this party. But, and you can't say outside of the door because that already is where I would like to be. This party sounds like it sucks um, <laughs> because it sounds like it's a lot of people just um, screaming at each other. And these people are for sure coked up because cocaine is the worst. I mean, I got to – and I know I, I joke about like, hey, it's fun. It's fun for like, I mean, five minutes and then it's a fucking nightmare. Okay. So, you got that in your mind? Great. And I want you to, you know, get specific with what you're hearing. So, the things that people are shouting, either at you, at themselves. And here's the other thing, too. 
really pay attention to these people that are shouting these affirmations, okay? Because affirmations don't necessarily mean positive, right? Someone that says, you're a lazy piece of shit, that's an affirmation. It's not positive, okay? But you are affirming something, okay? So I want you to notice the people that are yelling all these different affirmations, and notice, they, they might be saying them directly to you, but if you close your eyes and listen to them screaming, saying, you are not good enough, you need to lose weight, you need a better job, you need more money, you need to get married, you need to get a divorce, whatever the fuck people are screaming, if you close your eyes and you can't see where they're directing those affirmations, I want you to imagine that they are not yelling them at you, so you are not taking these affirmations personally from these drunk, coked-up people screaming. I want you to imagine that they're all looking in a mirror, because that's what it is. It's people screaming out at themselves into the ether, and it's bouncing back, and we're absorbing their negative affirmations. We're absorbing their bullshit. Okay? That's what this is. When you are so wrapped up in your own ego and your own sense of importance and your own sense of existence... It's not dissimilar to being fucked up on drugs and alcohol. Everything's intense. Everything's about you. Everything's real. Everything's life or death. Everything's the best. Everything's the worst. Okay? And that's just not how life is. So, you got that in your mind? Okay. I know this is a longer intro. There's just a lot, kind of, but I, I wanted to wait until you were in a calm space to paint this picture. Right? Because it takes a little while to build this. So now that you've got that party scene going on in your head and your eyes are closed, right? You're sat in the party. People around you screaming, breaking glasses, just flailing wildly. And you're like, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> what are these people doing? You have a choice now. Your choice is to say, fuck it. I'm just going to join in. Or you can sit there calmly and say, okay, these people choose to behave this way. They choose to drink. They choose to get high. I do not want to. And you're going to do that in this meditation, okay? In this meditation, and I know if it was real life, we might be like, oh, yeah, I want to, let's go get fucked up. I get it. This is not real life. This is a meditative practice. Okay, so... Be aware that you have a choice about how you would like to behave. And in this meditation, the choice I would like you to make, just for the practice of being still, is choose to disengage with them without leaving the party. That's going to be our challenge in this meditation. Okay, so this is a little bit different than the other stuff we've done. Okay, we're going to work on being calm. And now I'm going to read the practice. And then you're going to go into this meditative kind of game where you are just calming yourself down and being still at this party. Okay. 
with awareness, realize that while others may think and act irrationally, you can maintain clarity. At times, when you feel like you are being tested by the group, do not forget who you really are. Okay, that's the goal for this meditative game. We're going to read that one more time, and then I'm going to let you go and be still, okay? Let's take a nice deep breath in. And exhale. Good, one more nice deep breath in. And exhale. Breathe normally. With awareness, realize that while others may think and act irrationally, you can maintain clarity. At times when you feel like you are being tested by the group, do not forget who you really are. Take one last deep breath in. Exhale. And as you exhale into this meditation, do not forget who you really are.
had fun at that weird little party we created in your brain, huh? Uh, and I hope that you were able to attain some type of stillness. Okay, that's the purpose of that meditative game is just to practice deflecting uh, things coming in from the outside, remaining still, calm, and, and remaining yourself, right? You're being true to who you are and you are unaffected by the chaos happening around you. So that's the purpose of that meditative game. And that's something that ideally uh, we should be taking into our everyday life, right? So I have used that practice specifically to help me focus before I get on stage. And honestly, before I record this podcast or any podcast, it, it can be chaos, like literal chaos, whether you're going into a room full of people, which may or may not happen for a while because of COVID, right? If you have social anxiety, you'll feel that before you walk into a party, you can slow yourself down, center yourself and say, I'm going to be me no matter what happens and what goes on. And, and you can uh, have a lot of power in that stillness. And if you're like me, you're experiencing social anxiety. Now, when you log on to a FaceTime call or a Zoom chat, okay? So we're, we're taking this sense of stillness that we felt in this meditative game and you're just bringing it to every other part of your life, okay? So that's the practice there. That's how you're going to apply that to your everyday life. The other thing I want us to work on is not putting ourselves down, okay? We're not buying into this bullshit that's being thrown at us. You're great. You're perfect, just like you are right now, as is, okay? And we're not going to put ourselves down because why? Well, one, it's unproductive, and two, it's unoriginal. It's hack, baby. Listen, I love you. And I accept a lot of shit from a lot of people in my life, but I do not accept hack behavior, okay? So <laughs> you're in the comic tribe now. Don't be a hack. Don't hate yourself. It's old. It's been done, right? So that's the second thing. The third thing, if you've got the vaccine or shit, maybe you're just one of these rebels who's just going out and killing grandparents and shit. Um, when you go out to a bar or a club or a party scene, can we please stop taking drinks from strangers, please? <laughs> okay? <laughs> That's it. I love you. You're killing it. Keep up the good work. Breathe. And be nice to you and whoever else you encounter. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.